Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. but We all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Let not your heart be troubled. You are listening to the Sean Hannity Radio Show Podcast. If you're like me and suffer from insomnia, you know what? That's not fun. You know, I tried everything. I couldn't get a good night's sleep. And this is neither drug nor alcohol induced. That's right. It is my pillow. Mike Lindell invented it. And he fitted me for my first my pillow. And it's changed my life. I fall asleep faster, stay asleep longer. And the good news, you can too. Just go to MyPillow.com, promo code Sean, and take advantage of one of Mike Lindell's best offers. His special four-pack, you get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows to go anywhere pillows. Now, MyPillow is made in the USA, has a 60-day unconditional money-back guarantee, no risk to you, and a 10-year warranty. You don't want to spend more sleepless nights on a pillow tossing and turning that's not working for you. Just go to MyPillow.com right now, use the promo code SEAN, and you get Mike Lindell's special four-pack. You get two MyPillow premium pillows, two go-anywhere pillows, 50% off, and you'll start getting the kind of peaceful and restful and comfortable and deep-healing and recuperative sleep you've been craving and deserve. MyPillow.com, promo code SEAN. The IAA published its final assessment of what it called the military aspects of Iran's nuclear program. This is the report. This was Iran's chance to fully come clean to the IAEA. They could tell the truth. They could say, we had this program, the secret program. It's over. We shelved it. It doesn't exist. We destroyed the material. Here's what Iran actually told the IAEA. It said, Iran denied the existence of a coordinated program aimed at the development of a nuclear explosive device and specifically denied, get this, specifically denied the existence of the Ahmad plan. The material proves otherwise, that Iran authorized, initiated, and funded Project Ahmad, a coordinated program aimed at the development of a nuclear explosive device. Here's another document from the archive. This is a master plan of Project Ahmad. 
Iran said to the IAEA, no work has been conducted with multi-point initiation. This is multi-point initiation. You've got to forgive me. This jargon, this scientific terminology is something that is necessary to understand the production of nuclear weapons. But here's what they say. No work has been conducted with MPI technology in hemispherical geometry. But again, the archives shows that this is a complete fabrication. Iran conducted extensive work with MPI technology in hemispherical geometry. Here's an example. Hundreds of more documents prove it. Iran said to the agency that it had not conducted metallurgical work specifically designed for a nuclear device. But the files again show that this is a lie. Iran conducted extensive metallurgical work specifically designed for a nuclear device. Israeli Prime Minister just gave a speech uh, very critical of their nuclear program. I want to ask if you have made your mind to pull out of that deal. And if you do pull out of that deal, do you think, are you worried that it sends the wrong message to North Korea as you seek to enter nuclear talks with uh, Kim Jong-un? No, I think it sends the right message. You know, in seven years, that deal will have expired and Iran is free to go ahead and create nuclear weapons. That's not acceptable. Seven years is tomorrow. That's not acceptable. So, no, if anything, it's proven right what Israel has done today with the news conference. And Prime Minister Netanyahu just gave a very, I don't know if everybody's seen it, but I got to see a little bit of it. And uh, that is just not an acceptable situation. And I've been saying that's happening. They're not sitting back idly. They're setting off missiles, which they say are for television purposes. I don't think so. So we'll see what happens. I, I'm not telling you what I'm doing, but a lot of people think they know. And on or before the 12th, we'll make a decision. That doesn't mean we won't negotiate a real agreement. You know, this is an agreement that wasn't approved by too many people. And it's a horrible agreement for the United States, including the fact, Mr. President, that we gave Iran $150 billion and $1.8 billion in cash. Nigeria would like some of that. $1.8 billion in cash and $150 billion. You know what we got? We got nothing. We got nothing. So that doesn't mean I wouldn't negotiate a new agreement. We'll see what happens. But uh, I think, if anything, what's happening today and what's happened over the last little while and what we've learned has really shown that I've been 100% right. This has been a historic day on so many different levels. I can't even explain it. Uh, glad you're with us. Happy Monday. Write down our toll-free telephone number if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, we've got a lot of ground to cover today. Latest on Deep State Gate. This is becoming more real and more true by the second. We'll get to that. Uh, you've got the caravan now at the border. Uh, where is the Mexican... Uh, police or military stopping it on their side. No one in the media, well, what is America going to do? Well, if we followed what Mexico does down there to people from Nicaragua and El Salvador, Central America, uh, people would be either put in jail or sent home. And if they make it over to the United States, they're demanding, you know, that they have a status, that they're being oppressed, and it's all being assisted down there by the Mexican government. But we'll get to that later in the program. We have the horrific just despicable display of the White House Correspondents' Dinner. We'll get to that in the course of the program today. We just have so much happening, uh, to be honest with you. You know, but I don't think I've ever seen a more a more incredible presentation. I, I don't think the world is even wrapping its arms yet around what is a Trump-led 
probably, I'd say, Trump-inspired even to, to a certain extent. And so, well, that's insane, Hannity. Yeah, because all you people in the media are geniuses when you were predicting nuclear war was going to start because Donald Trump called Kim Jong-un little rocket man. You're all geniuses out there. But something, we're seeing things happen that only happen once every couple of generations or once in a generation. And that is you see a world realignment of alliances here. Now, Bibi's presentation, do you know the prime minister of Israel? I've always said he has the most moral clarity and he is the was until Trump, the only adult on the world stage that out of out of sheer necessity based on geographical location could not make a mistake as it relates to radical Islamists. You know, and this whole notion that we have lived through, that we never learn the lesson, the idea that meeting Hitler in Munich would lead to peace in our time, as stated by Neville Chamberlain, that was built on a, on a fallacy, a stupidity, a blindness, an appeasement mindset. It's the same thing when Bill Clinton negotiated with Kim Jong-il's, Kim Jong-un's father, Kim Jong-il, and given him, you know, three-plus billion dollars in, in energy subsidies, etc., and this is a good deal for the American people. The world's going to be safer. They're not going to develop nuclear weapons. Yeah, well, all of that turned out not to be true. And then the biggest mistake of all was that Iranian mullahs that are chanting death to America, death to Israel, and burning American flags and burning Israeli flags. Well, if we're a little nicer to the Iranian mullahs, if we're, you know, the ones that have been killing Americans in Iraq and the ones that have been fighting proxy wars not just in the region, but around the world, you know, that somehow if we're nicer to them and we bribe them and we give them money, $150 billion in cash and other currencies coming in in cargo planes, if we kiss the ass in rings of dictators and despots and radical Islamists and, and, and killers and murderers, somehow they're going to be nice to us. History has proven otherwise. So, you know, the last hundred years of human history... We've seen enough evil and over 100 million human souls destroyed by evil, by communism, fascism, Nazism. Go through the list, and it has been death and destruction and misery and poverty for people all over the world. And yet still, in spite of every bit of evidence that we have that appeasing these, these murdering despots doesn't work, well, we keep trying it again in a different form. And yet when Chamberlain was out there in the bombing of Britain, every single solitary day walking amongst the people, risking his own life, when Reagan had the unmitigated gall to say, uh, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall that the Soviet Union was an evil empire, his own, his own people didn't even want him to utter the words, tear down this wall. And look what happens. Look at the transformation that occurred. And something that people thought was impossible happened. The wall came tumbling down. And the Allied forces in World War II defeating Nazism and fascism. And even aligning then with our arch enemies, the former Soviet Union, to get the job done. You know, there, there are moments in history you've got to learn from. You know, George W. Bush was right. An axis of evil existed. And you still have a part of that evil. And then here's Donald Trump. They said the same thing about Reagan. They said Reagan was a California cowboy that was going to start World War III. 
by calling the Soviets an evil empire. They weren't even an empire. How many, how many human souls died under Stalin? How many people were murdered? How many people's freedom were taken? What kind of misery were for the people versus the elite few? The same thing in World War II. The same thing is happening today. And that is that there is a mindset adopted by most in the media, most of the Democratic Party. The prediction was that Kim Jong-il being called Little Rocket Man, Kim Jong-un being called Little Rocket Man was going to start a a nuclear war. The idea of a nuclear showdown with North Korea keeps you up at night. I would recommend deleting your Twitter app. He is not merely being cavalier with a threat about nuclear war. He's being cavalier in a way that makes him seem demented. These are the messages from a person who is not well, from a leader who is not fit for office. President Trump is goading Kim Jong-un to uh, test a nuclear missile again, to uh, prove its reliability, to show him wrong. And fundamentally, I think it comes across as two kindergartners who are jostling each other, except that each has nuclear weapons. Well, here's uh, 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 too late after 100,000 yeah. Americans die. After so, a nuclear holocaust. Or after a million die in Seattle. And that's where we are. This he, is not an exaggeration. Trump's comments about nuclear weapons have experts worried he could literally inadvertently trigger a catastrophe. Catastrophe. Did you see Kim Jong-un walk through the demilitarized zone right into the arms of the South Korean president? Did you see it? You didn't think it would happen. It happened. And now, look, I'm not saying it's going to come to fruition. You didn't expect it three months ago or a year ago or when little rocket man was being told our rockets are bigger and they work. And that's how your media thinks. Oh, 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 you, you just you, you just called him a bad name. Oh, no. Ugh. He might not like us now. Oh, that was so stupid. That's how they act. Like we should care with Iranians chanting death to America, the leadership there thinks. What's life for the average person in Tehran like today? What's life, life like for women and gays and lesbians and Christians and Jews in Iran today? All these, you know, self-proclaimed champions of, of these specific groups are full of it. They're scared of their own shadows. And look at what Bibi Netanyahu today, Israel, was able to put their hands on 100,000 files on Iran and their nuclear facilities, their capabilities, their secret nuclear program, a project called Ahmad. And they got 1,000 pounds of material from a vault inside an Iranian facility. The vault contained 55,000 files and an addition, additional 55,000 files on 183 CDs, incriminating documents and charts and information and blueprints, photos and videos and more for the world to see. Now, just if, if, if we haven't learned the lesson of 100 million human souls being slaughtered in the name of this ideology or that ism or that ism or that ideology or radical Islamism and this, this idea that it's our way or the highway, imagine those that are chanting death to America, death to Israel, actually have the capability of doing it. You know, radicals that would put bombs on their own kids, promise them virgins in heaven. If they kill innocent men, women, and children, there are those radicals in the world. No, not Islam, radical Islamists. The distinction is clear. 
All right, so you could have harsh treatment to look younger. Why would you risk that? Now, Joanne from Connecticut writes, my husband looks 10 years younger because of Genucel. Now, he saw results the first day he used it, and I have also had remarkable results. I can't live without it. Now, imagine bags and puffiness under your eyes gone forever and sagging, drooping eyelids gone forever. It may take years off your appearance. In fact, you're guaranteed to have immediate results in as little as 12 hours or your money back, guaranteed, no questions asked. And now until Mother's Day, well, if you order Genucel, you can try Chamonix's brand new Genucel Eyelid Lift if you have droopy, sagging eyelids absolutely free. Order now. Chamonix will include also a surprise luxury gift. That's free. Just go to Genucel.com. Genucel.com. Call 800-SKIN-509. 800-SKIN-509. And if you call now, Express Shipping is also free. 800-SKIN-509. 800-SKIN-509. Genucel.com. That's Genucel.com. President Trump saying something I like about a nuclear summit at the DMZ. Uh, Mike Pompeo, the new secretary of state, actions, not words, as it relates to North Korea. But there's something happening here. Just think about this. It was unimaginable just a short time ago that we'd be talking about the denuclearization of the entire Korean peninsula. I mean, this is massive. It was unthinkable that the Saudis, the Israelis, the United States, the Jordanians, the Egyptians and the Emirates would be aligned in in ways we never thought possible, that's happening as they battle against Iranian hegemony in the region. You watch the, the man who has had the most moral clarity on the world stage, Bibi Netanyahu, describing in all its detail, with all the evidence to back up and support it, every incriminating document, chart, information, blueprints, videos, photos, You know how in December 2015, the IAEA published the final assessment of military aspects of Iran's nuclear program. Iran denied to the IAEA that they have such a program. Well, the Iranians then funded and initiated the program. Uh, When did they get Obama's money or your money, the taxpayers' money? You know, the purpose was clear. The project the Iranians were involved in was to design, to produce, and test five warheads, each with... 10 kiloton, uh, kiloton TNT yield for integration on a missile. And their missile capability keeps getting stronger and longer every day. And then Iran told the IAEA that no work has been conducted on this technology and hemispherical geometry. That's not true. Iran said it had not conducted some of the, the specific work designed for a nuclear device, but they did. Iran lied about never having a nuclear weapons program. And even after the deal, Iran continued to preserve and expand their nuclear weapons know-how for future use. It was naive of Chamberlain to think that he was going to have peace in his time. It was naive of liberals to excoriate Reagan for calling the former Soviet Union the evil empire. It was naive of Bill Clinton to think he could make a deal that was going to be good for the American people. You know, bribing Kim Jong-un's father, Kim Jong-il. That didn't work. And it was the dumbest idea to give the Iranian mullahs and a country that chants death to America, death to Israel, $150 billion in cargo planes and cash and other currencies. It was stupid. But now we have the information. The Iranian nuclear deal was based and continues to be based on lies and deception. 
and the Iranian deal is giving Iran a clear path to nuclearization and nuclear weapons and the delivery system to send them out somewhere. But you know what? He's been a great help on the border with North Korea, and a lot of good things are happening there. A lot of good things. I'm not going to give you what's going to actually happen, because we don't really know. But I'll tell you one thing. We're not playing games, and... I remember, you know, it was very rough three, four months ago. That's very nice, thank you. That's very nice. No bell. <laughs> I just want to get the job done. I just want to get the job done. That was the president. Where was he? In Michigan on Saturday night. And uh, I am am more proud than ever that 30 years in radio, 23 years on the Fox News Channel, I've never been to that idiotic White House correspondence dinner. I mean, it it was just an unmitigated disaster. And the sad thing for the left is... You know, go back to irredeemable deplorables or go back to, you know, bitter people in Pennsylvania clinging to their God, their guns, their their Bibles and and Jesus and their religion. There's such contempt for red state America. That's where a lot of this deep state we know better than you do. You know, uh, we're going to delegitimize and we're going to help one candidate over another because we think that's best for the country. Uh, And uh, we're going to we'll even lie to a FISA court in the process and we'll fix a, a, an investigation into somebody that we know committed felonies. I mean, you wouldn't think any of this could happen in the United States. It's happening. You know, you think of it, I just mentioned the president, I mentioned the realignment of, of allies in the Middle East. You know, the United States, Israel, the Saudis, the Jordanians, the Egyptians, the Emirates, against Iranian hegemony. Now, why do you think all those countries fear Iran as they do? Because they're right there. They're on the front lines of whatever the mullahs in Iran decide to do. And their people's lives seemingly matter to them. And their futures matter. So there's a certain sense of urgency based on geographics, simple, you know, geopolitical fundamentals that have forced Bibi to be the adult on the world stage, the one that has the most moral clarity because it's his people. It's literally they're chanting to destroy your country. And having been to Israel a couple of times now and having been to these border towns and having been to the police station in Sarot, where I literally took pictures of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of rockets that have been fired into this one little town. In 10 years, 10,000 rockets in one town. Playgrounds are underground and indoors because the kids can't play outside because they're so close to the border. They don't have enough time to warn the people and the kids to get out of the way. So that's why they build, you know, bunker playgrounds under indoors, underground in a bunker. Basically, I've been in there, too. That's their life. That is their existence. America would never accept these terms. People firing rockets, 10,000 rockets in 10 years into an American city. We wouldn't take that crap for five seconds. 
why we expect is why are we constantly lecturing Israel? Oh, you can't show force. Oh, you can't respond. What do you mean you can't respond? I went to one particular. What do they call the communities? I forget. Uh, you know, a kibbutz. The kibbutz. And there's one particular. It's a, it's a community, basically. I went to one particular community the night before. It got hit with a rocket. Beersheba. Beersheba is the name. Yeah. All right. I, just stop showing off. It's really annoying. It really is. You very have a annoying. lot to remember. I'm just here to remember certain things. All right. I'm just helping. Well, well, you were there. You saw it. I was. You saw. And by the way, they make these rockets with as as much BBs glass. So they want to maximize human destruction. They want to maximize the damage when these things go off. You know, then it shatters out. You know, shrapnel at a level you've never seen before, and you can see it literally. Bam! It spreads out everywhere when it hits. I've I've been there. I was well, probably how far? Maybe a hundred, two hundred yards max when that bomb went off. A rocket exploded. We did see the Iron Dome, which was amazing. The technology we helped build and pay for, but it works. You know, they laughed at Reagan when Reagan talked about strategic defense. Well, it's working for the Israelis, but there's going to be a time. You know, they're going to step up on the missile side, and we're not going to be able to stop them with the current technology. That's why you got to spend money on defense, because the world's an evil place. I wish the world wasn't an evil place. I wish people didn't, in the name of their religion, kill innocent men, women, and children, and strap bombs on innocent kids, and tell them that they're going to be rewarded in heaven. I wish that didn't exist. I wish we never had Nazism or fascism or communism either. How many millions of people have to die before we realize that evil exists? And countering it. So there's something, uh, you know, profound that's happening. We're living through pretty, this is a fascinating time to, to be watching and observing. Now, the media, well, they're not going to, they're not going to give the president credit because they were the ones predicting you get in a nuclear war with Kim Jong-un. And you see Kim Jong-un is crossing over the DMZ into the arms of the president of South Korea. And then you say, yeah, we want to sit down. Mike Pompeo, all right, we'll trust and verify. I don't, until it's done, I'm not going to believe it, but it's certainly, you know, we were just talking about a couple of months ago firing missiles over Japan and threatening Guam and threatening other neighbors. So certainly peace through strength again proves it works. And I doubt Donald Trump's going to be offering a penny to the North Koreans until they disarm. One thing happens first, and the other thing happens on second. The faster they want to get along with America and be part of the world community, the faster they'll help. Maybe we'll help them dismantle the crap that they built. We might offer that assistance. That would be worthwhile. And we could be have 100% assurance that they're clean. And you probably would want to add the intellectual firepower of American scientists to that equation anyway. And maybe some other people from China and other countries can, you know, contribute as well. That would be, who would have ever thought? The Chinese, Americans working together to denuclearize the Korean Peninsula. You know, it's the same thing here. I mean, with Iran. The president should not continue this deal. Just look at the evidence that was presented to the world today. You know, we're not going to remember, nobody in the media... You know, they're, they're more concerned still with their phony Russia and, and stormy coverage. It's, it's insane. Jobless claims in America dropped to their lowest level in nearly 50 years. 
You have 14 states with record low unemployment. Record low. In other words, never to have been seen before. The lowest unemployment rate for African Americans, Hispanic Americans, and women in the workforce. Lowest ever. Consumer confidence, along with housing sales, continue to surge. You know, we have listed, nobody else seems to want to, the president's accomplishments. Now we're moving towards energy independence, three million jobs created, record low unemployment. U.S. wages and salaries are now rising at their fastest pace in 10 years. I know it's not something Nancy Pelosi is going to talk about. You know, Pelosi's now begging Democrats, stop talking about impeachment. I mean, it's amazing how bad their track record was under Barack Obama. U.S. economy now growing faster than expected, past the 20 trillion GDP mark. Pretty, it's an amazing list, list of accomplishments. You know, it's and the president for the first time said, yeah, tell supporters and and people, you better understand this is all the Democrats stand for. And we better take back the House or he will face impeachment. That's absolutely this November. Every American will face a choice. Now, they say if the House doesn't make it very important, you have great congressmen. These are great people. These are great, great people. And thank you. But we have to keep the House, because if you listen to Maxine Waters, she goes around saying, we will impeach him. We will impeach him. Then people said, but he hasn't done anything wrong. Oh, that doesn't matter. We will impeach the president. So I don't think we're going to have a lot of happy people if that happens. I think it's going to be a little bit tough. But she goes around and some others, we will impeach him. Doesn't matter if you do anything right or wrong. They want to do that. Uh, they don't care. And Nancy Pelosi, what are we going to have? 13 million more Americans back on food stamps? That's the lowest level in, in seven or ten years, too. Nancy Pelosi doubling down on calling the tax cuts crummy. Okay. Well, they're creating jobs. It's creating business uh, development in the country. It's unbelievable. These are incredible times. What, what is their agenda anyway? What do they stand for? You know, I just, you know, the secretly the Democrats find what is the Can you name one thing the Democrats want to do? All right. By the way, this is just breaking. Iran is now signaling its imminent withdrawal from the Obama nuclear deal. Well, why not? They got the money. Why shouldn't they? They got everything they want. They got to continue to spin their centrifuges. Of course they want to. I think my favorite from last week is the New York Times is worried that the Trump economy is, quote, too good. Is that my buddy Phil Haney? Phil Haney is on the line. Phil, Philip Haney was one of the founders of the Department of Homeland Security. He's been a frequent guest on this. Are you just like calling in just to say hi or how you doing, my friend? I wanted to call in and acknowledge what a spectacular moment in history this is and be a part of it by acknowledging it to the American people. This is amazing what we're seeing. Pompeo's been uh, put in as Secretary of State, John Bolton. We got a good, solid team. Netanyahu's waiting for our political system to be stable, and he has a platform to announce this incredible find. Thousands and thousands of documents. It's really incredible. I, As you look at those documents, and you know they came from Iran, or else there's no way Bibi Netanyahu would ever come public like this, 
Does that convince you that everything we suspected about Iran and their nuclear ambitions is true? And, then, and again, yeah. you have all how many years of your life in intelligence? Well, a long time. I've been going to the Middle East for 35 years. And the thing about Israelis is that they speak every language in the world. They came from there. They came from Syria. They came from Iran. They know the dialects of each village. They actually literally had families there. So it's just it's easy to imagine what kind of intelligence they can gather on locations and facilities, the precision targeting that they do, the GPS coordinates. They know where every single thing is. I don't know how they found it. But it's incredible that they found it. And they have people there that read Farsi fluently and can analyze this stuff till the cows come home. I'm just so pleased. I can't tell you. After all the years I've been involved in the Middle East, between the declaration or the recognition of Jerusalem as the capital of Israel and this find today, I'm just like hallelujah, high fives and fist bumps right now. Yeah. Uh, You know, you spent all these years serving your country. One of the saddest things I was ever told in an interview came from you is that all the years that you had developed sources and backgrounds and methods when Barack Obama became president, and can correct me if I'm wrong, and you were one of the founding members of the Department of Homeland Security, you were told to eliminate all of the intelligence that you had gathered. Is that true? That's absolutely true. Yeah. But there is, I have one caveat to that, and that is that I have a constitutional right to go to Congress, and I use my constitutional right. Now what I'm waiting for, friend, is for the point in the development of the Make America Great, Great Again policy where I can actually go back and help restore some of the walls that were crashed down by the Obama policy tanks, like crashing tanks right through the house, and put that information back in use again and help train the younger officers how to discern uh, the nature of the threat, how to put cases back together, how to... Do you, do you think people. we can recover that intelligence that you spent years putting together? I gave it to Congress already. You know, I, I, this is why... I, this is why... <laughs> What, when it, why haven't we ever broken that story? We need that story. Uh, well, I, who has uh, it? Do you, you, well, don't tell us on the air. You can tell us off the air who has it, and why can't they share it with the American people and say, oh, this is what Obama wanted erased that we took years researching and developing and risking our lives for. Well, that's why, see, I'm involved not just as an outside observer in the San Bernardino shooting, the Boston Marathon bombing, and the Orlando shooting, because I had nexus with all of those cases. This isn't just some theoretical... In other words, we had, you had the intel that could have prevented those three? I had intel on all three of those attacks that that very plausibly, if law enforcement personnel do their job, is it boasting to say that we could have stopped the terrorist attack? No way. That's what we're supposed to do. If we don't have confidence that we can stop terrorist attacks, then what's the point of having DHS at all? i got to leave it there. You really are an American hero. I know you've sacrificed a lot for your country. Phil Haney, thank you for being with us. One of the founding members of the Department of Homeland Security. All right, we have a lot coming up today. The latest on the Iranian deal. Also check in with uh, Christian Adams and others. Uh, We're looking at the 
uh, caravan and at the border, and much more straight ahead. Was Hillary Clinton ever a target or a subject during the investigation? Sure, she was a subject of the investigation. But not a target? Correct. And why was that? Because we didn't develop substantial evidence to support a criminal prosecution against her. So at no time she was, an, uh, she was ever considered a target? Correct. When you look at what was going on at the top of the FBI, it is a disgrace, and everybody in this room understands it. The lovers, the two lovers, right? Lisa. Lisa and Strzok. Lisa and Peter, the two lovers, what they said, what was going on. Look at how many of those top officials were fired or removed, and they should be out of here. And what about the guy that took $700,000 for his wife's campaign? Nobody even talks about it. Nobody even talks about it. I'll tell you what. I was, I've been talking about it for a long time. And if our Justice Department was doing the right thing, they'd be a lot tougher right now on those people because there's tremendous crime and corruption on the other side. We need to drain the swamp. We need to vote against guys like John Tester that can destroy a man with innuendo. And we have to be very careful with the press because they do the same damn thing. All right, that was the president of Michigan, uh, and he's right. As we take our daily dive into deep state Obamagate, and it gets more sick and more sinister, more twisted, and these people are more culpable than we ever thought even possible. It's pretty unbelievable. Now, you just it all starts with the Clintons, doesn't it? It all starts with her desire to, to not have congressional oversight of her emails. It all starts with a violation of 18 U.S.C. 793. That is mishandling and then later destroying classified, top-secret, special-access programming information, information we now know and have confirmed that multiple foreign intelligence agencies were able to hack into. I wonder why nobody ever answered the question. Well, where did the DNC emails come come from? Well, I guess it could have been uh, Russia, China, North Korea, Iran, and and go down the list. Because it was hacked. Because that's what happens when you put top-secret classified information in a mom-and-pop shop operation in a closet. And then you subpoena the Clintons. We're back to them. Those emails all get subpoenaed. Try and deleting 33,000 subpoenaed emails. See what that gets you in life. Good luck with that. I don't think there's a lawyer on the face of this earth that would be able to protect the average person. And then to make for good measure, acid wash your hard drive. How many of you knew what bleach bit was before all of this? Nobody. I'd never heard of it. No, I know people that when they're finished with their phones, they bust up their phones because they don't want. I do know. I do know people that do that. Same with hard drives or whatever, because people take, I guess, or or other people, I guess, donate their old computers. Sometimes I know people do that. Other people, I guess, will throw it out, but they'll, you know, but this is different. These were all subpoenaed. It's fine if it's a personal device. You don't want somebody picking it up in a dump one day and, you know, pulling up your old information. People deserve privacy. That's not what we're talking. We're talking about subpoenaed information. Then, of course, then the fix gets in. What's the fix? That's James Comey. 
lovebird struck in page. And we have the abuse of power. Then, of course, they don't interview Clinton, but they're writing her exoneration in May. She gets exonerated two days after Trump hater Peter Strzok does the interview with Hillary Clinton. Oh, that's really on the up and up. They take out all the legal language in their many, in their many drafts that they were putting together exonerating Clinton. They took out that foreign intel services were likely to, hacked in, to have hacked into all this. They do everything they can do to protect her. She doesn't continue to run at that point. She loses. So they're aiding and abetting her. And they're rigging an investigation. And everyone gets, no, you know, two, two weeks, two days, whatever, six days before the election, Obama's lecturing Trump. Stop whining. No serious person can, could ever believe that our elections could ever be hacked. Yeah, well, uh, Putin and others have been doing this kind of work for years in Europe and the United States. Devin Nunes warned everybody about it. It's been happening. Then they never, then we were worried about Trump-Russia collusion. Then we have a dossier put together by a foreign national. Funneled money through a law firm so it looks like a legal expense. It wasn't a legal expense. If it was Trump that did this, I guarantee you, you know, they'd be held to pay. So they pay this uh, foreign national through Fusion GPS, through the law firm Perkins Coie. And then he hires a foreign national, former MI6 spy, who eventually got fired by the FBI. Anyway, they hire him, and he uses unconfirmed, unverified Russian sources, Russian government sources. Fusion GPS said they never verified it. Nobody verified it. Then they use it before a FISA court. Now, you got to understand why that is. If you believe in the Constitution, equal justice under the law, you wouldn't have gotten away with any of Hillary's crimes, I promise you. If you believe also in the right to privacy against unreasonable search and seizure, you would understand that if you don't verify and if you don't corroborate information and you present it to a judge for a FISA warrant to spy on an American a Trump campaign associate in the lead-up to a presidential election, you know, it, we don't have a Constitution at this point. It's gone. Shredded. It's shredded. Anyway, and then four separate times, the bulk of information came from the uncorroborated dossier. Joining us now, Christian Adams, president of the Public Interest Legal Foundation, editor of PJ Media, Hans von uh, Spokovsky is with us, senior uh, legal fellow at Heritage. Uh, Hans, am I getting anything wrong here? No, you, you, you got it all right. And, you know, what really gets me about the, uh, the whole Hillary Clinton uh, email uh, scandal and the fact that the head of the FBI said, oh, no, we don't have enough evidence to charge her. Look, there's two facts we know for certain. One, they set up a home computer uh, network, and two, they were passing, uh, passing classified materials over it. And the idea that you can't charge somebody, when that happens, well, look, during the Bill Clinton administration, one of the last pardons that Bill Clinton issued was to John Deutsch, his former CIA director. And know what it was for? He was about to get charged by the Justice Department for keeping classified materials on his unsecured home computer. So Comey is either an incompetent lawyer or he acted in a partisan uh, manner. I mean, it's one or the other. What do you think, Christian? 
Well, Sean, if it was you or me or Hans who made all these false statements like Comey and Andrew McCabe made to FBI agents, uh, McCabe made it in front of the Inspector General of the Justice Department. I've been in those Inspector General interviews before. If you lie, you're in trouble. If it was us, we'd be hauled in front of a grand jury right now. We'd be under indictment. This is unequal justice based on what your politics are. And it was uh, Holder and Obama normalized this nonsense. Well, I mean, is there anything, in other words, Hillary did commit crimes. Would any other American citizen get away with what she pulled with that email server with classified and top secret and special access programming information on it? Hans, I don't think so. Uh, no, I, no. And all you have to do is, is look at numerous, numerous leak investigations and prosecutions that have, have occurred over the past few decades of government employees and their handling or mishandling of classified materials to know that, that, that that's sure. Like I said, just looking at the John Deutsch case, which is almost is very similar to what Hillary Clinton did, shows you that that, that assessment of Comey was com- completely wrong. And obviously the fix was in at the holder Loretta Lynch Justice Bar to make sure that there was no prosecution of Hillary Clinton. Well, I mean, the bottom line is, do you believe that she had a rigged investigation? Christian. Well, there's no question that Andrew McCabe, Loretta Lynch, and that whole cabal of top DOJ FBI officials were in the tank, it seemed, for Hillary Clinton, whether it was to run interference for her. Uh, You remember a top Justice Department official called Andrew McCabe on the phone at the FBI and said, shut down the investigation of the Clinton Foundation in October of, uh, of 2016. What sort of Justice Department thinks it's okay to do that? Well, we know the answer. It's, it's an Obama-Holder-Lynch Justice Department that was trying to protect Hillary Clinton, who they thought was going to become president. It really, and they were, and a lot of them were all lining up for the jobs, I guess, that they thought was coming their way, right? Well, that's how it works. After, after Hillary won... All of these good Democrats like McCabe and Strzok and, and Lisa Page and, and, and the folks over at the DOJ, uh, they were in better positions to get better jobs. That's how Washington works. Unbelievable. What about the FISA court issue, Hans? Well, look, part of the FISA process is that uh, when the FBI submits a FISA uh, application to get a warrant, um, it has to be certified. Uh, by uh, uh, all of the facts and circumstances. In other words, they have to swear under oath that the facts and circumstances outlined in the application are are correct. Well, we know that didn't happen because they didn't actually check or verify any of the facts or circumstances. How do you get away with, Hans, you're a smart man, how do you get away with presenting to a FISA court a bulk of information to quote the Grassley Graham memo, and you didn't verify it or corroborate it, and you knew it was pol- not just politically tainted, but the opposition party candidate funded it all, and it's Russian sources. Well, it seems to me that uh, the whoever the judge was that was reviewing this um, uh, frankly took it on face value that what was being submitted to him had been verified and didn't. And that's one of the things that not, not only the House uh, needs to be investigating, which they are, but frankly, the inspector general also has to be investigating this because if, in, if that's the case, then the FBI agents and the DOJ lawyers who signed off uh, on these applications 
um, they need to be uh, disciplined and or possibly prosecuted for submitting what are basically false uh, declarations to the court. It's unbelievable. If and if you ever did that, Christian Adams, you know where you'd end up in the in jail. You'd be disbarred and you'd be fired, but then you wouldn't be promoted. But Sean, this is destabilizing because you have an intelligence apparatus unmasking Americans. You have top powerful national security justice department lawyers essentially giving a court false information you have a campaign being protected by law enforcement this is not your ordinary washington scandal this is a dangerous development that will really really uh tear at the constitution if it's not corrected all right i want to thank you both for being with us 800-941 sean toll-free telephone number i mean so much happening today you got north korea you got bb netanyahu and the evidence on iran they got the White House Correspondents' Dinner, Deep State Gate. I mean, you can't make this up. All right, as we roll along, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the uh, program. Jim is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Jim, how are you? Glad you called, sir. Yeah, I was just wondering if anybody took into consideration that these FISA court judges might be part of the problem, too, might be involved in this. You know what I suspect in all of this? I want to know Rod Rosenstein's role with the uh, with signing off on these future. You know, the remember these every ninety days these things have to be re-upped. I want to know did Rod Rosenstein sign off on this? Did Comey sign off on it? I want to see people's signatures. The problem for the judges is they can't just speak out on their own. Now I would imagine if I'm one of the judges, I don't care if you're a liberal judge or a conservative judge. I don't care. I don't think judges. My, my experience with people that are on the court, you better show them the respect they deserve. Yes, sir. No, sir. Your Honor. That's, that's, how, I, that's how I expect I would expect to be treated if I'm a judge. Judges don't like being I, lied to. I wouldn't lie to a judge and think it's any good is ever going to come out of that. No, and it wouldn't. But Or withholding information or lying by omission. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't either, but the way things have gone... With this political system, you don't know what you've got in there anymore. It's scary. These are scary. There's a lot in play here. This is what I keep saying. This is about the rule of law, equal application under the law. It's about the Constitution. Uh, Chris in South Carolina. What's up, Chris? How are you? Hey, good afternoon. Um, I'm getting a little concerned that all the hype around North Korea um, could have a, a blowback effect, and it, it's potential that this might be a political trap by North Korea. Listen, if it is, what's the bit? What's the danger? Little Rocket Man, in the time being, has stopped firing his rockets. He crossed the DMZ to meet the South Korean president. He's talking about denuclearization. Uh, we haven't lifted one sanction against him, and you know we we showed a military presence that I'm sure had an impact on him. Worst case scenario is Donald Trump walk, stands up and walks out of the room. Well, I think that that is potentially the danger because right now it looks what's, like— What's the danger? If Donald Trump, if they sit down and Kim Jong-un changes his mind and puts all these conditions— I, Look, one thing I know, I do know Donald Trump. He'll walk out. He will walk away. Right, but with uh, with all the talk right now about how easy this is going and how historic no, it is. No, I, I agree with um, you. you. You always want to under-promise and over-deliver, not over-promise and under-deliver. I agree with that. But but every speech, the president's being clear, saying, well, you know, if we get it done, we get it done. Certainly, It's certainly better than what we had right now. There's no missiles flying over Japan that I have seen lately, and that's a good thing. But, yeah, I think you got to manage expectations. 
you know, he may be playing the whole world. So we're not giving him $150 billion. And in this case, we haven't given even up on one sanction. All right, quick break. Pat Buchanan, we'll talk about the Iranian deal next. So tonight, I'm going to try to make fun of the president in a new way, in a way that I think will really get him. Mr. President, I don't think you're very rich. We're going to try a fun new thing, okay? I'm going to say Trump is so broke, and you guys go, how broke is he? All right? Trump is so broke. How broke is he? He has to fly failed business class. (laughs) Trump is so broke. How broke is he? He looked for foreign oil in Don Jr.'s hair. Trump is so broke. Southwest used him as one of their engines. I know, it's so soon. It's so soon for that joke. Why did she tell it? It's so soon. Trump is so broke. Uh, He had to borrow money from the Russians and now he's compromised and not susceptible to blackmail and possibly responsible for the collapse of the Republic. Yay! It's a fun game. Trump is racist, though. He loves white nationalists, which is a weird term for a Nazi. Calling a Nazi a white nationalist is like calling a pedophile a kid friend. Or Harvey Weinstein a ladies' man. Which isn't really fair. He also likes plants. Even the Washington Post is now, they have a columnist saying it's time to pull the plug on what is this disastrous White House Correspondents' Dinner. And, uh, I mean, just vile, vicious, hateful, mean-spirited on every front. I mean, going after Ivanka and Kellyanne Conway and Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And uh, just the, and on top of it all, it was just boring. I'd, had you even he- ever heard of this woman before? I'd never heard of her. Patrick J. Buchanan. How many of these uh, White House Correspondence Dinners have you been to over the years? I used to go to them, Sean, uh, back when I was in the Reagan and Nixon days. And I'll tell you an interesting story. In 1962, I went down there when I was in journalism school and stayed outside, me and a couple of buddies. And uh, Clark Mullinoff, the great uh, investigative reporter who won the Pulitzer, came out and talked to us and told me where I, I would, if I were working for him, he'd send me out to Des Moines and into the county courthouse and study records for two years. Oh, wow. <laughs> I said I didn't think so. But it was an interesting event in those days and a good event. I went to a lot of them, and it was a friendly event. You got the natural tension, conservatives and liberals and Democrats and Republicans. But this was just grungy, raunchy, rotten stuff, unfunny. I mean, in this, uh, she's been pounded for it, and deservedly so. But what does it say about the White House Correspondents Association that this is something they're all laughing and chuckling at, and many of them are, are seem quite happy with? Well, they they wouldn't even condemn it themselves. I mean, um, well, it, it, look, it is what it is. Everything that we've been saying, we've known for years. I'm kind of proud of the pa- fact, Pat, that. Uh, t- 30 years in radio, 23 years on Fox. I have never been to one, not a single one, never been, never want to be. And I thought it was a, a stroke of genius by the president now two years in a row to just, you know, go be with the people. Well, you know, this Trump has emerged as the winner of this. It's confirmed an awful lot of what he said about the press. I don't think all those people in in that room, that huge room, 2,000 or 3,000 people, can have thought 
that disgusting performance was had any dignity or real humor to it. I can't believe it. But what it does, it confirms what what Trump says about the bias and the anti-Trump bigotry of the press and their character, frankly, that many would sit still and defend and what went on there. I don't know how they do that. I think they've damaged themselves. So the president again today and over the weekend and has been saying it for a long time on the issue of immigration. That was a big issue when you were running, Pat, that he will shut down the government unless Congress approves funding for the border wall in the next round of budget negotiations, which, by the way, is the start of the campaign season after Labor Day. And I think it would be the perfect time for the president. This this is going to be, in my opinion, a referendum election. And the president even said, if if you elect Democrats, they're going to want to impeach him. And I believe that's what this this midterm election comes down to that one issue and protecting our borders, too. I think uh, I think it's the two issues you mentioned. In, in a way, this caravan is not a bad thing in the sense that it focuses the mind wonderfully on what is coming if you don't have a security wall and a security fence along the southern borders and our borders aren't protected. And that is the issue. If you get a Democratic House or Senate, you don't get the security wall on the southern border of the United States, and you're talking about the fate of the United States. And quite frankly, they've got no real agenda other than they're going to go after and try to impeach Donald Trump and overturn the re-election returns of 2016. They couldn't beat him, and so now they want to take the presidency away from the man the American people elected. I would make that a crucial issue this fall. And I agree with you. Start right up there on Labor Day. I think you start there, and I'd also nationalize these elections. I mean, if you look at the lowest unemployment ever in 14 states, the lowest unemployment level for black America, Hispanic Americans, for for women in America. I mean, it's the lowest jobless claims in nearly 50 years. Consumer confidence at an all time high. Three million plus jobs already created. U.S. wages and salaries rising at the fastest pace in 10 years. You know, and then if you add to that. You know, I don't think, Pep, you can, and you ever thought that Kim Jong-il was ever going to respond to being called Little Rocket Man and go sit at the table with Donald Trump and talk about the denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. But it's happening. It is happening. And uh, but I do think this I'm on this one. I cannot see uh, Kim Jong-un giving up his atom bombs or allowing Americans to walk around inside his bomb factories and inspecting his country. And I think we better be prepared for the possibility that when he says denuclearization, he doesn't mean giving up all his atom bombs. I mean, we're going to insist on that, but we're going to come to a point, I think, where we find that what Kim Jong-un thinks is the only thing that keeps him in power, keeps him alive, and keeps the Americans at bay is nuclear weapons. Is he going to give those up? I mean, I believe it if I see it. If President Trump can do that, I'll give him all... Give him all the Nobel Prizes he wants. Yeah. Well, I'll look at that. Did you watch Prime Minister Netanyahu today and him lay out for the world the depth of the Iranian nuclear program? Okay, I did watch it, but let me say this. Bibi has been crying wolf for decades. And U.S. intelligence agencies in 2007 and again in 2011 said with high confidence, quote, that they have no evidence of a nuclear weapons program in Iran. Subsequent to that, we had the deal. Now, if Iran has a nuclear weapons program and is working on it and it's secret, 
That would be an abject failure on the part of American intelligence. The CIA under Pompeo, the Defense Intelligence Agency. Pompeo, you talking? Well, wait a minute. He's laying out for the world. Are you doubt? Do you do you actually doubt that the Iranians are building a nuclear weapons program? Do you actually have? Do you have confidence that Barack weapons. Obama's hundred and fifty billion dollars in cargo planes and cash and other currencies has persuaded? the mullahs of Iran in all their fanaticism to give up on their nuclear ambitions? Because I don't believe that for a second. Well, no, I don't. I mean, I don't believe they persuaded them. Look, the reason the Iranians signed the deal is because of the truth of what American intelligence said. Sean, they didn't have a nuclear weapons program. Pat, you're not making sense. If it, then why, well, if it, Listen it, to me, Sean, all right, a little bit. Ahmadinejad said, look, I'm not stupid. If we spend all this time, money, and the energy, we build an atomic bomb and the Americans have 5,000? Pat, listen to me. Atomic bomb? It makes, why would America, even under Obama, if they really didn't think the mullahs in Iran had these nuclear ambitions, then there would never have been a reason, even in Obama's mind or any liberal's mind, to back up the Brinks truck, not $150 million, $150 billion, and they don't, and they continue to uh, spin their centrifuges, and we don't get to have the inspectors that we want. Of course they're building a nuclear weapons program. Right, if they're building a nuclear weapon, then the American intelligence agencies have misled us again, or have lied to us again. Now get all three of those guys, head of the CIA, DIA, and DNI, put them up before Senator Corker's committee and say, does Iran have a secret nuclear weapons program operating? And if so, when did it begin? Because you guys told us they didn't have one. The, and so, you're, so you didn't watch BB Netanyahu's evidence and believe it today, because I, I believed believe every word that. of it. I believe that Netanyahu, with due respect, wants the United States to fight a war against Iran on Israel. Nobody's behalf. talking about fighting I don't a war. Want my country getting into another war. I don't want another war either. But if you look at North Korea, for example, Bill Clinton he bribed Kim Jong Il's father, Kim Jong Un, with three billion dollars in energy subsidies. And guess what, Pat? They have nuclear capability, and now they have rocket capability. They and got and weapons. I agree. With that's that. correct. That's because and, and so bribing didn't work then. Are and when you and here's no, the big here's the danger. The reason Iran Pat, have a bomb, they could have built a bomb, is because they don't. Want Pat, it. here's the problem: if you marry a nuclear weapon with the fanaticism of the mullahs in Iran, you're looking at a modern day Holocaust. Because the same people that chant "death to America, death to Israel," burn our flag, burn the Israeli flag, the same people that would strap bombs on their own kids and promise them virgins in heaven, if they have nuclear capability in the name of their fanaticism. The world is headed for more death and destruction than Look, perhaps we've ever seen. Come on, Sean. Do you really think— Come on, Pat. A hundred million souls were lost in the last century. A hundred million. Do you really million. think, Sean, that the Iranian government, all those guys over there, a lot of them with a lot of money, want a nuclear war with the United States so they'll go to heaven? Pat? Come on. Pat? I don't think the old rules. I don't think the. I don't think the old rules of détente or the old rules of mutually assured destruction work on people that think that they're doing God's will, killing quote infidels and the radical. I'm talking about radicals. The radical right, Islamic mullahs. Something. Why haven't they started a war with the United States already? Well, they got 150 billion. They just keep holding out, and America keeps bribing them. Don't you think what Obama did was dumb? I think the I think Do you the think, agreement, nuclear deal, 
The Iranians it was got dumb. the best of it because they weren't building a bomb, and we rewarded them. Wait, for doing what all right, so, so, so Barack Obama gives $150 billion. They continue to spin their centrifuges and hold the world hostage, and we don't even get inspectors, our own inspectors. Sean, we have inspectors. The only centrifuges running are in Natanz, and they're running at low-grade uranium. They gave up 90% of the rest of the uranium. Look, Sean, listen to me. Tell the IAEA to go in and either confirm or deny what Netanyahu And the IAEA has a great history over the years. They've done a great job over the years. CIA coming out and saying, we were wrong. Netanyahu is right. They have a secret atomic bomb program. And they're working on that right now, and they have been, and we were lied to. If the CIA and DIA and the others do that, I would say, first, we should fire the guys in charge that didn't uncover it. And secondarily, then maybe we should act, but certainly not act on Pat, nobody said, nobody said, Netanyahu. I think you're missing my point. We'll take a break. We'll come back more with Pat Buchanan on the other side. 800-941-SEAN is our toll-free telephone number. As we continue with Patrick J. Buchanan, uh, we're arguing over the presentation that was put forth by the Israeli Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, from earlier today. The problem is, Pat, is if you back up cargo planes with $150 billion in cash and other currencies, and you marry, and this is the risk, if the Iranians are willing to open their country up to real inspections by the world and show the world that BB's wrong, I'm going to assume that BB's right. In the All last, right, hang, hang on, in the last century, over a hundred million human souls were destroyed by evil. The Holocaust, Nazism, fascism, communism, killing fields. You know history as well as anyone. And I am saying that the stated goal, stated goal of the Iranians and what we know is fact that they've had nuclear programs that they've kept hidden that if you marry radical Islamism with nuclear weapons you risk a modern day holocaust so we need verification All right, let's get Bibi Netanyahu say Bibi tell us exactly where the things are being done that they're where they've been cheating exactly where to go to and you know hey, Pat he laid it out today he laid out who's going to let him in Who's going to let the world in? The IEA? Rely on a press conference by Bibi Netanyahu to go to war. Uh, I have more faith in Bibi Netanyahu than I do in the Mullahs in Iran or the or the team uh, that Barack Bibi. Obama put together. What you know? You have to be pretty stupid to hand Iranian Mullahs that are chanting death to your country 150 billion dollars. It's pretty dumb. It would be more stupid, Sean, to be dragged into a war by nobody's talking about. He's putting Israel first. How about we get the inspections done, and if the Iranians, uh, if the okay, I want Amer- I want in. American inspectors in. BB laid out. He laid out exactly where these programs are taking place. Uh, some of them underground, this. and Why, to be I, honest, let me ask you. the Israelis have do? a proven some of the what best intelligence in the American world. Intelligence, because they obviously missed totally. What Bibby's found, CIA, DIA, DNI, everybody we relied upon. Our guys ought to be fired if that's true, and people should be called before Congress. Pat, there, there's intelligence sharing. Conference by Bibby Netanyahu. Excuse me, there's intelligence sharing now at a level we've never seen before between the Israelis, the Americans, Jordanians, Egyptians, even the Saudis, and even the Emirates. And they're and, wait, hang on. Then? And now, all, and the reason for this is because they live in that part of the world, and they see the dangers of a nuclear-armed Iran and Iranian hegemony in the region. Sean, we all see the danger of a nuclear-armed Iran. Okay. But well, why did Bibi want, discover I, it and our guys didn't? All right, I got to let it go there. I like it better when we're fighting. 
<laughs> All right, 800-941-SEAN-PATRICK-J. Buchanan. Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload. When we analyzed what's in these archives, we found that Project Ahmad had all the five elements, the five key elements of a nuclear weapons program. I want to take them one by one. First element is designing nuclear weapons. This is an original Iranian illustration of a weapon. Again, you don't have to read Farsi to understand this. This is U-235. That's enriched uranium right here at the core. That's the only place where you find in the core enriched uranium. And here's an Iranian simulation, original Iranian simulation, putting all these components together. That's the first component. Second component, developing nuclear cores. Here's a photo showing the casting process and a cast metal core from the archives. And here's the secret underground facility the Iranians were building to produce nuclear cores. We have hundreds of documents for each of these components. Third component, building nuclear implosion systems. This is an original Iranian photo of a measuring device for implosions. And here's a simulation of a nuclear implosion. Fourth element, preparing nuclear tests. Here's a map of five potential locations for a nuclear test in eastern Iran. One, two, three, four, five. We have many, many more such documents. And fifth, integrating nuclear weapons on missiles. Here's a design for a nuclear payload on a Shahab-3 missile from the archive. Here's the warhead. Here's the bomb. And I don't have to remind you, I think, that Iran is continually expanding the range of its ballistic missiles, its nuclear-capable missiles. They started with 1,000 kilometers. They're now up to 2,000, roughly. They can reach Riyadh, Tel Aviv, Moscow, but they're working on far, far greater ranges. They're planning much longer-range missiles to carry nuclear weapons. All right, that was the Prime Minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, earlier today commenting on what uh, Israel has obtained, which is Project Ahmad. A few weeks ago, Israel was able to obtain over 100,000 files on the Iranian uh, on the Iranian nuclear facilities, capabilities, and their secret nuclear program. Now, Israel had 1,000 pounds of material from a vault inside of an Iranian facility Contained 55,000 files, an additional 55,000 files on 183 CDs. Now, this all includes incriminating documents, incriminating charts, incriminating information, incriminating blueprints, incriminating photos and videos, and much more. Anyway, what uh, happens from here, it highlights again, A, the need to get out of this stupid deal that Barack Obama put us in when he literally loaded up cargo planes with $150 billion in cash and other currencies and tried to bribe the radical mullahs of Iran that chant death to America, death to Israel, those that believe in radicalism. They, listen, we saw 100 million souls lost in the last century. You know, communism, Nazism, fascism, you know, the killing fields, Cambodia, go through 100 million people, more than 100 million people, in the name of evil. Imagine radical Islamic terrorists and nuclear weapons, you know, that that is a prescription for a modern-day Holocaust. Lieutenant Colonel Buzz Patterson, remember, he carried the nuclear football under President Clinton and author of the book Dereliction of Duty, an eyewitness account of how Bill Clinton compromised America's national security. General Tom McInerney is with us, retired U.S. Air Force, Lieutenant General. Uh, thank you both for being with us. 
Uh, that was probably the most compelling national security presentation I've ever seen in my life, General McInerney. I happen to agree with you, Sean, and it may be one of the greatest coups that have ever been made in the intelligence world. Uh, and it was brilliantly delivered by Prime Minister Netanyahu. He has done the whole world a great service with exposing the duplicity of the Iranians in which you and I and Buzz and everybody else knew was happening when the Obama administration was negotiating the JPCOA, which was a bogus deal, plus giving them $150 billion when they were about to go underneath and people say, well, we stop them from getting the bomb. They were about to go underneath economically and fail until Obama bailed them out. So in all cases, that nuclear deal was bad. And uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu came in just in time. And I hope that President Trump nixes the deal. Well, I think the, I think the president made it very clear today that he found the presentation compelling. And if we don't get a hold of this uh, before, look, I, I just can't imagine uh, Lieutenant Colonel Buzz uh, Patterson. I can't I can't imagine a world where radical Islamists have nuclear weapons. You know, if you're willing no, Sean, to kill. And, uh, as you and General McNamara have been talking about, we've known about this for quite a while. And I've got to also uh, agree with uh, General McInerney. What a tremendous accomplishment. Uh, Israel basically had their agents walk into the Iranian uh, version of the Pentagon and walk out with hundreds of thousands of documents. I mean, that is a tremendous accomplishment uh, in today's uh, national security uh, you know, landscape. And, but you're right. Having nuclear weapons in anybody's hands these days is not a good idea, especially when we're talking about radical Islamists. And we do know for a fact, and it's been repeated over and over and over again, that Iran has been was the first state sponsor of terror going back to 1979 with Hezbollah and has been attacking American and Western interests for ever since then. So we can't, we've got to, uh, we've got to take care of this right now. And I, I will tell you, I don't think it's a surprise or a coincidence that both uh, Angela Merkel and Macron were visiting the White House this week to talk to President Trump because we've had this information for, for a little, little while now. And uh, I think we're going to get consensus across the world that this has got to come to an end. All right. This was the president. Now think about this. When the president, everybody in the media predicting, oh, he, you know, that it's going to be World War Three and a nuclear holocaust because the president's challenging North Korea and he's taken a very different approach from predecessors like Obama and Clinton, and that is bribing and kissing the rings of dictators, $150 billion in the case of Obama with Iran, an unimaginable figure, uh, $3 billion in energy subsidies and, and the like from Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton's declaration is a good deal for the American people. They're not going to get nuclear weapons. Well, they got nuclear weapons on the Korean Peninsula, but the president also showing military force in the peninsula and then calling him little rocket man and then saying, yeah, our button works and it's bigger than yours. Uh, so bring it on. Look where we are today. Nobody thought it was possible. And when the president was out at a rally in Michigan this weekend, well, it came up with the audience. But you know what? He's been a great help on the border with North Korea and a lot of good things are happening there. A lot of good things. I'm not going to give you what's going to actually happen because we don't really know. But I'll tell you one thing, we're not playing games. And I remember, you know, it was very rough three, four months ago. (laughs) 
That's very nice. Thank you. That's very nice. No bell. <laughs> I just want to get the job done. Um, pretty interesting. I almost like it, General McInerney, as much as uh, CNN sucks. <laughs> well, look, uh, the fact is, is uh, this president has made more steps faster than even uh, uh, Ronald Reagan, Sean. And I, I think that uh, it's because he knows how to deal. He knows what the tough spots are. There is no question that uh, North Korea has proven and will prove to be formidable, but it's simple. Trust but verify. This president will walk, just as President Reagan did at, at Reykjavik, and look what we got when he walked away. Let, so me, let me give you the perfect example of that. If people want to understand Donald Trump, everything's there in the art of the deal, which became one it of is. the biggest bestsellers. And one of the things that always stuck out to me in that book is even up to the last second if you want to make a good deal, you've got to be willing to walk away up to the last second. You've got to be willing to walk. That's exactly right, Sean. And if you are and people know it, they're going to see when you're starting about to walk and they're going to cave or there's not going to be a deal. And and he is making these steps right now, but he's going to have to clearly walk from this JCPOA in, in mid-May, with a 13th or 15th, whatever it is, he's going to have to walk from that, despite Macron and uh, Angela Merkel saying, you know, do these four things. The fact is the Europeans only see this as a cash cow. They are doing a huge amount of trade with Iran, and they're going to have to walk from it. They do not have responsibility for global nuclear affairs like we do, but they've got to be partners. And this expose by Prime Minister Netanyahu, has got to convince everybody, let's walk. Well, I think the world is ready to walk, and now I think the world's going to have a moment of truth because we know that for whatever reason the world has this desire to believe despots and dictators, you know. I mean, we can go back to Winston Churchill, Neville, Neville Chamberlain, believing after meeting Hitler in, in Munich that they could have peace in their time. And there was a guy by the name of Winston Churchill, blood, tears, and sweat, that was saying, no, you can't have peace with this guy. He's a maniac and a murderer. And he's evil. And people didn't understand the evil of the Soviet Union. And people didn't, in our day, evil in the form of radical Islamists that want to kill innocent men, women, and children. You know, there is evil in our time. And we keep seemingly to forget that narrative. Buzz. Well, absolutely, Sean. And I think, you know, we've, we've proven time and time again that we cannot appease people. We cannot appease. There's no appeasing the evil. And, you know, and I think that what is remarkable about all of this, in my mind, is the fact that the Obama administration and Hillary Clinton knew what was happening in Iran and chose to ignore it and to, and to just buy their by their silence for a while um, until he got out of office. I mean, it's 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 strikes me as being treasonous. And we've got to, I think, President Trump's approach in terms of you know, peace through strength and uh, trust but verify is absolutely 100 percent correct. He's, he's probably the most powerful commander in chief we've had since Ronald Reagan. And, it, and, and by uh, the way, it, it worked with, with Winston Churchill, one of the greatest acts of bravery ever. A prime minister in the middle of war would go out with the people every single day in the bombing of Britain. You know, Ronald Reagan, evil empire, the former Soviet Union, walking away from Reykjavik. Uh, yet, no deal. And then, lo and behold, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. It works. 
Little Rocket Man, the Iranians, everything that this president. Why do people still cling to some false hope that, well, if we're just nicer to these these despots and these murderers and these killers and and dictators, maybe they'll like us. Why do people cling to that failed ideology? I I think it's naivete. You think they're naive? But it keeps history keeps proving that they're wrong. You know, well, yeah, oh, over and over and over again, they keep hoping for a better result, Sean, and that's that's the problem with uh, the liberals in this country. They keep hoping for a better result, and we've shown time and time again it does not work. Uh, you cannot, you cannot, you know, hope for evil to diminish or evil to go away. You cannot hope for. Uh, despots and dictators and tyrants to put down their guns. You can't. And you've got to treat them with what they understand, which is power, It's especially in that part of the world. It's, it's staring them down power. Hey, we're going to hold you guys ac- ac- accountable to this, and, and you're, you're responsible, and if you don't do it, we're going to bring a heavy stick. So, I mean, that's, that's the, it's time and time again we've proven that the, uh, the uh, liberal ideology fails us in national security affairs. All right, we're going to let you both go from here. I want to thank you both. Uh, General Tom uh, McInerney, thank you. Lieutenant Colonel Buzz Patterson, thank you. 800-941-SEAN. All right, as we continue, Sean Hannity's show, 800-941-SEAN. Toll-free telephone number. Holly is in Ackworth in beautiful Georgia. How are you, Holly? Glad you called. Um, Thank you, Sean. I wanted to talk about General Flynn today. Um, Comey, the FBI agents, House Intel have all said he did not lie. And we are just disgusted about it. It's disgusting the way he's been treated. His family, um, he served our country for 33 years and um, is in financial ruin just about. He has a defense fund that's MikeFlynnDefenseFund.org that people can donate to. Um, We've donated. We try to get everybody we know to donate. The American people are disgusted and we're sick of this. We're sick. Dr. Jackson, the same thing. They're ruining people's lives and they don't care. They really don't. And, you know, apparently these accidents, his fault. No, none of that was true. And it does. It, it reminds me of uh, Ted Kennedy in Robert Bork's America. There's going to be back alley abortions and this. Uh, it, it's just horrible smears, horrible slander at every two, four years election cycle. Republicans are racist, sexist, misogynist. Uh, you know, it just it's the constant lie, the constant narrative, the constant you know, they can't run on on success or ideas. So this is the playbook and they do it every time. It's sad. All right, Holly. Thank you. Tom is in Florida. Tom, how are you? Glad you called, sir. I'm doing well. And you, sir? I'm good, sir. Glad you called. What I had I would, called about was uh, I think Comey is setting up his friend, the professor from Columbia. Right. So, in other words, leaking to that guy and leaking to Patrick Fitzgerald and leaking to another guy. Yeah. Right. What what, what I'm saying about his his uh, professor friend is the fact that his professor friend has a clearance, so he's allowed to give him that information. But the professor leaked it. So well, really- he did it. He did it for the purpose of it being leaked. That's why they did it. That's what the design was. They did it to leak it. They did it to get a special counsel, and they were successful. So what they did was illegal, which means the foundation of the whole special counsel request was illegal also. You know, except for the president and people like me and a few others, there's not many making that point. 
Anyway, appreciate the call. 800-941-SEAN. Toll-free telephone number in studio. Diamond and Silk next. All right, 25 now till the top of the hour. 800-941-SEAN. Toll-free telephone number. Just a minute. Two very good friends of this program are in studio. My good friends Diamond and Silk. Uh, now you hear, hear them here arguing with Sheila Jackson Lee over Facebook contact and then arguing with uh, Congressman Jeffers over Trump campaign payments. And then you'll hear Dan Bongino saying, yeah, Facebook marked me as spam. This is a big problem for conservatives. Listen. Ms. Hardaway, uh, my understanding is that you received the now infamous email from Facebook, the email calling your space uh, page unsafe on April 8th, 2018. No, 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 no. That was not April the 8th. We received that on April the 5th, 2018. Now on April 11th, you appeared on the Ingram angle on Fox News to discuss this matter. The host, Laura Ingram, asked, did you get contacted by Facebook and has uh, this been reversed? Had you been contacted by Facebook? We was contacted via Twitter on April the 12th. Uh, you responded, we have not been in communication with Facebook. We have not been contacted. We have not spoken to anyone over the phone. Uh, That's so- true. We had been in contact with them. We haven't spoken to anyone over the phone. Right. They said it was in direct communications with us and we had not been in direct but communication. did you on that show say that you were not contacted we were not contacted we was contacted on the 12th we was contacted on the 12th via twitter all right um so are you saying that you did not lie on that show or you did lie we did not lie on that show we did that show on the 11th we was contacted by twitter on the 12th by uh facebook on the 12th via twitter april the uh, 5th 2018, they took and they deemed us unsafe to the community and told us it wasn't appealable. Have you got that was April the, and April the 12th. The campaign of Donald J. Trump mm-hmm. for President Incorporated paid Diamond and Silk mm-hmm. $1,274.94 for field consulting. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that? We're familiar with that particular lie. We can see that you do look at fake news. Um, what happened is, and what should have happened is, you should have come to our mouths to see what exactly happened right. before a false narrative was put out there about the $1,274.94. So let me explain right now to you. There may have been a mistake from the Trump campaign whenever they uh, wrote what the $1,274.94 was for. Actually, this was for because we uh, was asked to join the Women for Trump tour back in 2016. And Miss Laura Trump asked that our airline tickets be refunded back to us because we paid for those tickets when we went from New York to Ohio. I have the email right here which substantiate what happened on September the 11th whenever Laura Trump wrote to Allen to tell them to reimburse us so that one. I appreciate that explanation. Well, now let me just ask you one final question. No, it was time... for a reimbursement. I understand. That's right. Not feel consulted. I've never been paid never by the Trump I, campaign. I appreciate that. They're spamming my content. It means if you share my podcast on Facebook, I got hundreds of emails from people who said that this post has been marked as spam. Listen, you may not like my content, but it's certainly not spam. We put out one show a day. And this is just, again, it's indicative of this social media war against conservatives. I've been hit on Twitter where they discontinued my ads. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's relentless. I'm thinking about quitting Facebook. Facebook makes money off people like sure. you and me uh, putting content on it. And the minute right. people 
people like you and me say, ah, no, not today, then maybe they'll Great. wake up and well, smell the point. coffee. And Mark, you know, 40% of America doesn't believe what you believe necessarily, and it's not the best business plan in the world, you know, to tell them to go pound sand. That's probably not going to work out in the long term. All right, joining us now in studio, there they are. Diamond and Silk are in the house. How are you? Oh, we're wonderful. Hey, Sean. Amazing. (laughs) Yes. You know, I got to be, no matter how bad a day I might be having, I just need to hire you full time just to (laughs) hang out here and make me happy every day because it's, you make everybody so happy. You really do. I mean, your fan base, you've been on tour, right? We've been yes. on tour, Chit Chat Tour. We're coming to Greensboro, Mason. Whoa, the Chit Chat Tour? The Chit Chat yes. Tour. Now, yes. how's it been going? I heard well, you sold out a lot of places. We've sold out in a lot of places. Yeah. It's going very well. If yeah. you need to get a ticket, go to diamondandsilk.com. Now, how much is like a ticket tour. to go watch, you, watch your performance? About 50 bucks. That's fair. Yep. Yeah, that's fair. I'll watch yeah, it for 50 a good bucks. Night. And how long is your set? Um, I said about an hour and a half. Hour oh, and a half. Yeah. yeah. How do you keep, now, is it planned or a lot of it's uh, extemporaneous? Off the cuff. Off the cuff. Uh-huh. All off of it? The cuff. A lot of yeah, it is off, off the cuff. cuff. Wow. Yeah. yeah. A new show every night. Uh, basically. Pretty mm-hmm. much. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think you guys could do this in your sleep. That's the amazing part. Wow. All right. I need to stand up for two of my friends here, and that's you two. Now, they were trying to say that you got paid to campaign for the Trump campaign. That's not true. That's no, not true. We've you never know, been paid by you, the Trump you, and, and you said that. And then, well, say, well, there's X number of dollars, not that much even, <laughs> on, on you were paid, you were, they paid your airfare. Or they reimbursed you airfare. Reimbursed airfare. airfare. Right. That's all you ever got. That's it. By the way, that's standard operating procedure. You do know that. That's what, right. for example, if, if Congressman A goes to Congressman B's district to raise money for Congressman B, then they reimburse the airfare and usually a hotel room. Yeah. You know, and then it's usually not the Ritz Carlton. That's right. <laughs> you know? That's right. I mean, so I'm watching everybody attacking you. You're getting called. Ted Cruz, by the way, was a rock star. Oh, yes. Oh, we, was he oh, great? Yes, yes, he was. Taking up for our small voices. We really appreciate him. That's right. Oh, I do too. Yeah. So I'm watching you guys go through it. I send, I hope you got my message. I sent a message to y'all. And, uh, and I'm thinking, this is just total, this is a crock. Yeah. They are taking what is standard operating procedure mm-hmm. and they're trying to smear not only two friends of mine, but two wonderful people. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, absolutely. Now, we did not profit from this here. No. This is money that we've already spent out of our pocket. Right. They it, was just reimbursing it back. We didn't have to pay any taxes. By the way, every campaign does that. For yes. If people come and they're big names and they're doing an appearance. Right. Because that's a day you're not working. Mm-hmm. That's a day you're... And otherwise, if they don't reimburse you, think about this. Then they're going to go after you for, quote, an in-kind contribution. Right. Wow. You know, so you can't win no matter what they were coming after you. They was trying to smear us. That's because they fear us. Listen, my my best friend, his name is John Gomez, since third grade, okay? We went Mm -hmm. to school together from third to 12th grade. I got in a lot more trouble than he did. He just didn't get caught. And... It's true. So one day he says to me, I'm going to run for Congress. I said, oh, God, don't run for Congress. What are you doing? Don't do it. (laughs) Anyway, so I put him on my show. And and then I said, well, we'll put a link to your website on my website. Mm -hmm. I'm not kidding you. By the time I got done with the lawyers, they filed an, an, what was it, FEC complaint? That I gave an in-kind contribution because I put up his website on my website. Oh, wow. They tried to file charges on me on that. And by the time I was done, I spent nearly a hundred thousand dollars in legal fees. Oh wow! Oh, wow. that is for, sad. For, for putting my, I said to Gomez, I said, Gomez, I'd rather have given you the money. 
Wow. Because he was never going to win that race. It was a plus 50 Democrat <laughs> district. Now, he got it down to 15. He did really well. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh. But it's a shame with what the Democrats are trying to do. Yeah. You know, we thank the Republicans for allowing Diamond and Silk a seat at the table. But it was the Democrats that took and demeaned us and denied us. They did not want to hear absolutely nothing that we had to say, and that's a shame. You know, I'm going to tell you, something is happening. I can't quite put my finger on it. Kanye West says, well, I like the president. Yeah. And you would think, if you look on social media, what is going on? Well, what's happening is, see, first of all, let's go back. Diamond and Silk started the revolution back in 2015. We got the battle scars to prove it. Mm -hmm. I think that now people are evolving into wanting to come off of what we call that Democratic plantation mindset. set, And they want something better. Mm -hmm. And we appreciate that. And we appreciate people taking our message and carrying it forward and moving it forward. That's right. That's right. Yeah, well, I think that's what makes you very special. Historically, every two to four years, we have... The the false narrative that Republicans and conservatives are racist, that they're sexist, they're anti-gay, they're Islamophobic, on and on and on. It's not true. It's not true. And what proved it was when we were sitting up there in front of the Judiciary uh, Committee. Do you see who took up, tried to take us down? These was black congressmen and congresswomen that tried to deny us, diminish us, and dismiss us like we didn't have merit. And that's what the American people need to see. I want you to wake up. Everybody always want to blame the white man for this and the white man. But it was our president who happened to be white that said, I hope you're monetizing. But then you have the black man to say, why are you monetizing? As if we shouldn't attain the American. American dream. It, well, I, we have the lowest black unemployment level yes, in the history of the country, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. lowest Hispanic unemployment, mm-hmm. lowest female unemployment. Yes. We have 14 states with historic unemployment numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got three some odd million new jobs. North Korea, little rocket man's at the table talking about denuclearization right. of the what? Korean Peninsula. Mm-hmm. Then we've got the president and it looks like we're pulling out of that idiotic Iran, Iran deal. And Everybody hates this guy, except well, for us. And he's doing all of this on a shallow government because yeah. they hadn't even uh, confirmed his nominees yet. Over 200 people not confirmed in this, what, a year and almost a half? So That's he's truly making America great again. That's right. Especially he's creating the opportunities for all Americans where we can thrive in this country. And by golly, it's time for people to get behind him. We don't want to hear no more about Russia. The only Russia we know is that Russia dressing that we put on our corned beef sandwiches. That's right. We don't want to hear about <laughs> Russia. <laughs> we want to talk about. By the, the way, food. I love corned beef. like my favorite <laughs> oh, thing. Right? Delicious. I love it too. Yes, 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 I love yes, it too. Yes. Except I don't like the mustard part. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fat part. That's what I like. Yeah. Say yeah. hold the mustard. Uh-huh. But yeah. the deal is, come on, let's give him a chance. And listen, we are Americans. When we go up there and talk to Congress, yes. our voices has got to be heard. Let me ask you, were you nervous? Tell me the I truth. wasn't nervous. No. No. I was not nervous because I knew we had the facts. Listen, when no, you that's write... Not They're all the way up here. Uh-huh. On their thrones, yeah. you know, looking down at, at us like we're peons. But, but, yeah. but, but just we, the, we the people, by the way. That's but, right. but, but sh- when you write, you fight, but you fight for solutions. We didn't go burn down no communities. Mm-mm. We didn't march in the street. We was there at the table. But for some of those members of Congress to deny us, That's I right. got to talk about it. I want the American people to wake up, especially minorities. You keep voting for these Democrats that's working for their own uh, greed Please. and not the need of people. That's we right. are Americans. We're not illegal aliens. We didn't cross no border. We was born on this soil and listen my voice deserved to be heard i did you listen we pay them we That's pay right. them people to sit up there they're supposed right. to ser- they're supposed dollars. to serve us That's absolutely right. yes. and when i see that i get so mad i gotta talk about it these congressional races are coming up people better pay attention stop voting in these democrats it's not they don't even want to listen to your voice we're two black african-americans those black people wouldn't even listen to us they denied us dismissed us and disrespected you forgot, us you forgot beautiful 
and beautiful. Yeah, very yes. beautiful. And sweet and, and kind. Sweet. Yes. And, and I, I get so passionate about that because I want you people to feel. see it. Let I me want ask you both this question because mm-hmm. we've all become friends. And, uh, oh, full disclosure, they came to my, Linda's Christmas party. It was my, the Hannity Radio Christmas party. <laughs> um, and that was so fun and I'm glad you came. Let me ask you this. Have you ever thought of running? No, because mm-hmm. I don't think I can. I, I think my voice, I got to hear what the people uh, are saying. We don't want to be no, confined. No, to wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. But it's not a bad idea, is it? It's and not I a bad idea. I bet you what, no. if I ran today to take Sheila's job, I probably would win it. Yes. Yeah. No, probably. Yeah. You uh-huh, would uh-huh. win it. I don't like the fact that I felt like they were so hostile to both of you. They were. Yeah. And like they thought they had you. You got <gasps> reimbursed. Here's what nobody else said in the argument, though. It really made me mad. If you didn't get reimbursed, you would have been taking the task for giving an in-kind contribution to the Trump campaign, and they would have gone after you for that. Wow. You were in a no-win position on that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. You know, yeah, and but they- we was ready for it. We was ready for it because, yeah. you know, God gave you what's called an intuition, especially as a woman. You have it right there in the guts. Uh-oh, what you does know God tell you about on. me? I'm worried. That, that, we, you, that you are the, you most, are the most beautiful, kindest, nicest, kindest Oh, man. my God. I'm not need. fish. I love you, too. We All right. Um, I love the fact you know, the Bible actually talks about that. They'll, they'll put you up before their councils and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and condemn you in the synagogues. A servant is not above the master. I read all that stuff. You know? Yeah, but yeah. what yeah. the devil meant for evil, my God, turn it around for our good. That's what he did. Well, what made you so outspoken? I, I always wonder. How, I mean, and it just it, you be, you became a force. I remember we were like backstage when I first met you guys. And I said, Diamond and Silk. It was on the campaign. <laughs> Look, we just saw there was Donald Trump announcing he was running for president. President. Mm-hmm. We loved everything he was talking about. I'm going to secure the border. Don't we secure our house? Don't the White we? House is secure. Isn't the it? border need to be secure. I'm going to bring back jobs. Why would you outsource our jobs and leave the American people riding there th- dirty? And then I'm going to bring back spirit where we can thrive again. We need that. I'm tired of people calling each other racist and this and that. Right. We bickering and arguing about statues. A statue can't feed you, clothe you, or give you a job. So why are we arguing about that? That's Just, right. I'm tired of people disrespecting our veterans. You know you're supposed to stand up and respect the flag. Let me ask you, would you guys fill in for me one day if I'm on vacation? Oh, you Most know we definitely. will. We got yes, you covered. We, we got you covered. Yes. yes. Yeah. And, and full disclosure, you get paid for that. Okay. Linda, we'll do. do we pay people right. to fill in? I don't even know. We do. Yeah, All we right. do. Dollar bills, y'all. It'll be great. All yes, you have to do is yes. just just do your thing. Okay, just and do take, thing. take some calls. Oh, right? I love it. Well, I love you both. Uh, I'm sorry you went through that. I really am. Uh, I admire how courageous you both are. And uh, I'm also more honored to call you both friends. I love you. Thank you for stopping by and uh where do they get tickets for the tour diamondandsilk.com click on chit chat tour we want to see your face (laughs) in the place your face in the place i'm there all right hannity tonight we have an amazing show the disaster that was the white house correspondence dinner prime minister netanyahu his unbelievable powerpoint on iran and nuclear weapons we'll get to that also the latest out of north korea yeah crossed the dmz zone and met the south korean president history in the making we have the latest on deep state gate and so much more we'll check in with candace owens kellyanne conway ed henry sean spicer joe concha sebastian gorka dan hoffman and much more nine eastern tonight hannity on Fox. Thanks for being with us. Back here tomorrow. See you tonight at 9. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now the same Hollywood that sold the American dream. They are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood takeover brought to you by the Epic Times 
where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the burner, less lethal pistol launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Hey, warmer days remind us of fond summer memories. Now you can make those moments year-round with a Michael Phelps swim spa by our friends at Master Spas, and that combines the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool. Now Master Spas technology is incredible with LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful water jets installed in just one day. You're going to love it. Proudly made in America. Use the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. That's masterspas.com for up to $1,000 off. You can exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, masterspas.com.